you think about setting a boundary or you think about the word boundaries, you just get this like yuck, ick feeling. Hey, yo, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say this journey is so much more fun with the bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. What is up, Build to Be You fam? I am so excited to be here with you today. And, you know, it's like a little like hair flip. (laughs) I'm getting my personality back, but I truly do feel like I really embraced the slowdown season. And now I'm in a season of just like massive, messy action. I am currently out on the East Coast in North Carolina packing up, actually not even packing. I am selling, I am purging all of my belongings and it feels so good to detach. And it's been such a good reminder how much clutter we hold on to as humans when like, what meaning does it have or what value does it add to our life? Anyways, that's not what I want to talk about on today's episode. That's like a whole nother episode that we could unpack. Um, But you probably pushed today, play on today's episode because you want to learn about boundaries with a capital B. And you're like, Michaela, why the capital B? I don't know. I just like, I was having a coaching call with a one-on-one client a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about boundaries and I really felt like she was downplaying the importance or the impact that boundaries have on our life. And I was like, okay, let's make this like boundaries with a capital B. Capital B because it's like so freaking important. And I think a lot of times when you think about setting a boundary or you think about the word boundaries, you just get this like yuck, ick feeling. You're like, oh my gosh, no, like what? I can't set a boundary. Like I can't let other people down. And a lot of times, especially you as the highly ambitious woman who's listening to this right now, you know, she has a lot of goals. She's a high performer. She cares a lot about, a lot about you know, the way that she shows up to society and the impact that she has. Um, and with that comes this pressure and these expectations to always be showing up for other people, for yourself, for your community, for your business, for your place of work, whatever that might be. And first of all, I kind of want to really reframe expectations because it puts you back in a place of empowerment when you realize like, are these expectations really coming from society? Are these expectations really coming from your nurse manager or from your boss? Are they really coming from social media or are they self-placed? Are they self-induced? And oftentimes it's you who is in the driver's seat of the expectations, placing them on yourself because of what you inherently believe others are saying or thinking or doing. And when you realize that you're the one placing the expectations, guess what? That puts you in a place of power to also gently and kindly remove those expectations and say, these are no longer serving me. And a lot of times expectations um, that are self-inflicted or self-formed come from a place of shame or guilt or this narrative of I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not capable enough. I'm not knowledgeable enough. And it's like, how good does that feel when you say it out loud? Not very good, right? Um, And you're like, okay, what do like expectations and boundaries have to do with each other? And boundaries 
are an act of self-trust from you to you saying, I hear you, I see you, I feel you, and I respect what you need in this moment. And boundaries aren't just to keep other people out. They're to keep in the good stuff. They're to keep in what you need to honor yourself, to respect yourself, to support yourself. And it's you taking a moment to check in with yourself and say, what do you need? And then asking yourself, how can I honor this need of mine? And I, like I said, I've been having this boundaries conversation with a lot of my one-on-one coaching clients recently um, because it's so important to not only communicate those boundaries, but boundaries start from a place of knowing. And so you have to know what it is that you need. You have to know what it is that you're going to ask for. You have to know why it's important to you. So the first piece of setting a boundary is that radical self-awareness and self-responsibility. And it's slowing down. And like I just said, checking in with yourself and saying, what do I need in this moment to feel supported? What is going to help me feel my best? What is going to help me stay in integrity and in alignment rather than feeling like I'm living my life for other people rather than myself? And what do I need right now to feel that deep fostered self-trust and self-connection from within? And then the second part of the boundary is like, communicating it, telling the people in your life, telling the place of work, you know, this is what I'm willing and not willing to compromise on. And I was just on a coaching call and she was like, okay, but like, how do you set boundaries when you're a people pleaser at your core? And I was like, wait, 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 can we, can we, can we reframe this people pleaser at my core? Like, why are you making people pleasing your identity. Because my friend, you are not a people pleaser at your core. You might have people pleasing tendencies. You might have certain situations or certain scenarios in your life where you tend to put others' needs above your own, but that doesn't mean it's your whole identity. That doesn't mean that you don't have the chance at any given moment to rewrite that narrative or shift your actions to really support the belief system that you want to hold. You know, do you really want to be known as the ass girl? Do you want to be known as the woman who always puts other people's needs above her own? You are a woman who's invested into a personal growth. So I'm going to say hell no, right? You want to be somebody who honors and protects her own energy. She protects her yeses. She protects her needs and her wants. And With that, like I just said, comes radical self-accountability, self-responsibility to really be able to communicate how it is that you need supported. But it starts with that knowing. And the second piece is actually communicating it. So how do you, how do you communicate a boundary with confidence? The first part of that is the knowing. The second part of that is the unwavering belief that by communicating this belief or this boundary, you are going to become a better version of yourself. That by you saying what it is that you need and how you need supported, everybody else is going to benefit as a byproduct because you're no longer going to be the woman who is burning, you know, the candle at both ends to the point where she gets to the middle and she has nothing left to give. And it's like, which end's going to get to the burn first, you know, like to the middle first. And it's like, no, you have the choice to do things differently. You have the choice to really honor yourself. And the third part of boundaries is the follow through. So we have 
the knowing, we have the communication, and then we have the follow through. The follow through can be an action. It can be um, a feeling that comes as a byproduct of communicating the boundary. It can be just a sense of like self-pride and self-accomplishment and self-trust of like, hey, I did it. And boundaries are a practice. Really, they're like an art. They're something that you have to craft and curate to match you. Your boundaries are not going to look like my boundaries, um, but they're so incredibly important to, you know, I think a lot of times people, when they think about boundaries, they think about what they're trying to keep out, the people that they're trying to keep out, the energy that they're trying to keep out, the tasks that they're trying to keep out. So that way they don't like overfill themselves. Um, but really it's about what you're keeping in the intentions, the integrity, the alignment, um, all of those different kinds of things. So, you know, maybe you just need needed to hear today's episode to challenge you to reframe your perception of a boundary Um, and knowing that you don't have to be perfect at communicating your boundaries. You don't have to get it right 100% of the time, but the more that you exercise that practice of communicating what you need, people, one, start to take you more seriously. They're like, oh, this girl, she, she ain't compromising, right? She is not going to settle or waver on what's important to her because you are trying to shake her on, like, right? Like that is the energy that we need. Can I get a hell yes? <laughs> uh, I just picture you in the background. Hell yes. Okay. Anyways, so it's so important that you are able to honor that for yourself and then you practice it and you practice it time and time again. And you know that it's not about being perfect. It's not about hitting it right a hundred percent of the time, but that you are willing to show up, make yourself uncomfortable and maybe make the other person uncomfortable because they're not used to you communicating or asking for what you need and knowing that that's okay because you are creating self-respect and self-trust and you're creating respect and trust with that other person. So let me give you an example of how I exercise boundaries in my own life. And if you follow me over on Instagram, which like, if you don't come connect with me at Michaela underscore Robertson underscore, um, you know that my lunch breaks when I'm working a 12 hour shift as a bedside nurse is an absolute non-negotiable. It's not something I think twice about. It's not something I skip. It's not something that I let somebody else take away from me or insert air quotes, take away from me. It's something that happens without fail every single shift. Um, and it hasn't always been that way. As a new grad, I had this perception and this mindset that if I just work really, really hard and show them how eager I am to learn and I don't take my lunch break and, you know, I just stay and power through and chart and do my modules and, you know, round on my patients, then I'll prove myself that I am a worthy and good and competent nurse. And, you know, I went through my first, I would say six months or so of new grad life, skipping my lunch breaks. And then I realized like I'm better (laughs) when I take my lunch breaks energetically, emotionally, from a hunger standpoint, right? Like I got that stabilized blood sugar, all of the things. And so then I started to exercise that boundary of, hey, can you watch my patients for me while I go take my lunch break? And I've always said this since starting the podcast, not like always, always in my entire life, right? Like I've learned this over time is that if you don't see the culture being represented that you want to be a part of, you have to be the representation. And I think being a nurse or really anybody who takes lunch breaks and like you take care of other people and like your work is dependent on people like being present for the show to go on. <laughs> for example, nursing, like you can't just like log out and say, everybody just like keep your vitals stable and hang out for a little bit while I go eat my lunch. Like, you know, somebody has got to be around to keep the show going. 
um, and to make sure like no fires need to be put out. And once I started to exercise that boundary of, hey, I'm going to take my lunch break. Can you watch my patients for me? People started to respect me so much more because I was honoring what I needed and I was communicating those needs of mine that weren't being met, right? So insert travel nursing era. I've been a travel nurse for mm, about a year and a half now. And every single contract that I've been on, it's been the same energy and the same boundary. And it came from that practice early on as a new grad, but also the knowing deep within inside me what I was not willing to compromise on, which was my hunger, my emotional stability during a 12 hour shift and my sanity. Am I right? <laughs> um, and I've found recently that it's a lot of new grad nurses. So like, of course, like I said, I'm like the representation of what I don't see being represented. And I've found recently as I'm going to new contracts, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go take my lunch. We watch my patients. And then when you get back, when I get back, then I'll watch your patients. Or, you know, if I'm not ready to eat yet, I go up to somebody and I say, hey, can I watch your phone for you? So that way you can go eat lunch. Um, I make sure to check in with the people and ask them how they need supported. And at first, sometimes, you know, people get caught off guard, like, whoa, what? Like, you don't, you don't, you don't want me to take my lunch break with my phone? I'm like, no, I want you to go enjoy your lunch break and recharge yourself energetically. And the common thread that I have seen is new grads wearing it as a badge of honor saying, uh, no, I just have so much to chart. I'm going to skip my lunch break today. No, this is the culture we need to shift, right? And this is not like trying to go down a tangent of nursing culture. This is going down the tangent of boundary and boundary setting and realizing that boundaries support you energetically, right? They help you keep longevity in your career and your relationships and your business and your day-to-day tasks. So even if you're not a nurse and you know, you don't work 12 hour shifts and get a 30 minute lunch break, think about this and how this parallels to any area of your life. When you compromise on things that you know are going to support you, but then you don't do them, how do you feel afterwards? You feel a little bit disappointed. You feel a little bit defeated. You're like, Ugh, why did I say yes to this again? Or, you know, like, I don't really want to show up to this event, but because of my people pleasing tendencies, I said yes. So now here I am going to this Friday night social event that I don't even want to be at. Um, and that in itself is compromising on your boundaries. And the more that you practice enforcing your boundaries and protecting your yeses, you again are giving yourself that self trust. It's an boundaries are an act of self trust from you to you saying, I hear you, I see you, I feel you, and I respect what you need in this moment. Boundaries with a capital B. Capital B because they are so, so incredibly important. And just like a quick little recap, it starts with that knowing and that self-awareness and really just checking in with yourself and saying, hey, what do I need in this moment? How do I need to feel supported? What do I need to protect my energy? What do I need to protect my yes? And then it's communicating the boundary and then it's the follow-up. It's the follow-through. It's the action. It's, you know, actually doing the thing that you said that you were going to do or not doing the things that you said you weren't going to do. Um, it's that feeling that comes after and boundaries are a consistent daily practice. They're not something that you just like magically wake up and you're like, okay, my people please and tendencies are gone. I got a boundary now. It's like, no, you really have to be intentional and you have to be aware and you have to work at it. And it's something you have to practice and you're not going to get it right hundred percent of the time. And it's okay if you miss the mark, but, um, it's really important. One of my clients had asked, you know, like I asked her, I said, what does a boundary mean to you? And she's like, Hmm, I don't know. And 
And I was like, okay, think about a time in your life where you have previously set a boundary. Um, and she had given an example with a family member about a boundary she had set. And I was like, how did it feel at first? And she's like, super uncomfortable. Like, you know, I felt like I was letting her down. I felt like I was, you know, she was never going to talk to me again. And it's like people's reactions or responses to your boundary setting are not a reflection of you or your asks or your needs or your wants. They're a reflection of them. And so if they take your boundary in a negative way, it just means they probably have some work to do, right? Um, if somebody comes at you and they're like, but why not? You don't need to explain yourself. You don't need to explain why you're setting the boundary. Be confident, be firm, be um, be upfront. I was gonna say be aggressive, be aggressive, be, no, don't be aggressive. I mean, you can be aggressive, but like be aggressive with a little bit of compassion, right? Um, maybe like a little bit of empathy is the word that I'm looking for. I don't know. Anyways, now we're just going down a tangent. Um, so if you found this week's episode helpful about setting boundaries, please let me know. My brain feels a little bit squirrely <laughs> like my life right now. Um, yeah, I will be back in Colorado, hopefully very soon in the next few weeks after I take care of some business here in North Carolina. Um, so if you did not listen to last week's episode, I'll be hosting more community in-person based events over in Denver, Colorado. So if you're local to Denver, please slide into my DMs at Michaela underscore Robertson underscore and let me know so that way we can get connected and get excited for all of the exciting things to come for this community. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.